0: We try to bring you high-quality educational and informational content every single day. Why do you think the price is having such an anemic time? The news story of the hour. Jump onto the is this the beginning of a massive financial unraveling? We gotta add a little addendum to the show today. So we start here on the daily. Now we've been looking at the RSI on Bitcoin's daily chart for the last several days. Well, it's been increasing over the like last 50 years since the The government. Hey guys, what's going on? Jeb here, and welcome back to Coffee and Crypto. This is your morning of Bitcoin and cryptocurrency technical, on chain, and fundamental analysis show where we bring you the latest in these markets. Today, we're going to be talking about the drop that we've just witnessed on Bitcoin. As you may know, Bitcoin dropped down to $28,000, almost even last night. It's currently trading at $28,800. Ethereum dropped down to $1,800. Could this be the beginning of our drop down to $22,000 that we've talked about? Or is this a bear trap that could be setting us up for a bull trap that would then drive us down to $22,000 here in a couple of months? We're going to be talking about how we've broken bearish out of our symmetrical triangle pattern down on the four hourly chart that we were taking a look at. We're going to be talking about some updates to some very important indicators that we are big fans of. And we're also going to be talking about how the mainstream and cryptocurrency media has been flooding the space with positive news. Could that that be a manipulative story, a manipulative event, trying to manipulate the market to the upside? Or could it just be that there's a lot of good news today? Could it be that the media is trying to create a big bull trap so that people get squeezed out, long squeeze comes in and drops the market so the media and the funds that own the media could buy the dip and buy back in lower? Perhaps. We're going to talk about all of these amazing bullish articles and more in today's episode of Coffee and Crypto Live. If you enjoyed today's show, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel. Tune in at 10 a.m. Eastern every single weekday, and don't miss a single show because we are bringing you the highest quality technical on-chain and fundamental analysis in the cryptocurrency space. But I am joined, as always, by my co-host, T.A. Tam. How are you doing, Tam?
1: What's up, everybody? You know, actually, Jeb, correction. It, it it didn't crash to 28 last night. It did it, like, literally 45, like 45 minutes 45 ago. 45 minutes ago, that's yeah, true. Yeah, they at 9.15. That and is true. The, when we were titling the video... It was literally At crashing. Days. It was it hadn't got down to twenty eight yet. So we're like, okay, you know, we'll talk about this. But just so you guys know, and I'm gonna talk about this when we get into TA, you know, there there's There's interesting things happening there. Someone even commented, I think, on Twitter saying something to me about, you know, like, oh, are charts even useful right now in a season of manipulation? I'm like, absolutely it is, because without having these charts and these lines and these things we put up, you could not see the degree of manipulation that is happening right now. So I can't wait to jump into TA and give my thoughts there and us unpack what is happening on the charts. But it has been a very volatile last hour here in bitcoin that's right uh really interesting
0: yeah absolutely it has guys we already got 650 people watching if you're going to enjoy today's show or if you are already enjoying today's show if you're looking forward to today's show or if you metabolize oxygen so that means all of you make sure to hit that like button let's see if we can get to 250 likes before we jump into market pulse here in the next three minutes i am also joined as always by smay how you doing
2: hello everybody i'm doing great the celtics won last night they have one more game until they're in the nba finals Woo! Woo! I'm really happy about that one. That's going to that's going to feel good. It's uh, going to feel good. Anyways, uh, that's all I have to say. Back to you, Jeb. All
0: right, guys. Well, we're about to jump into our market pulse, but I do want to bring you a word from one of our sponsors. Their name is Link2. And I actually just had the pleasure of interviewing one of their executives yesterday. His name's Joe. You guys will be seeing that video in a little bit. We'd like to give a shout-out to them. They are one of our sponsors. They are Link2, L-I-N-Q-T-O.com. They have a very, very interesting service. They offer the average investor access to the world's top unicorns, aka private companies with greater than $1 billion in valuation. Traditionally, only 2% of the world's accredited investors have had access to private markets, and those elite investors make an average investment of almost $8 million. The link to is democratizing private investment by offering private shares of companies like Ripple, Uphold, Dapper Labs, BitPay, and BlockFi. Right now, they're invested in 41 different unicorns. Given pending recessions, inflation, volatility of public equities markets, crashes like Luna, investors are looking for other places to invest their money. Well, Link to has a great track record of investing in companies that went public. Coinbase, Robinhood, SoFi, Marketa, Anovium, and a few others are different companies that they have invested in that have now gone public. To break down what they do, they're essentially a regulatory help and a liquidity provider to allow you, through going through the accreditation system, to get invested into a different private company stock before that stock goes public, because here's the thing, guys, everybody looks at the stock market and uh, says, okay, it doesn't have the same kind of gains that crypto does. Well, the problem with that is that's not true. It's just that most of the gains that happen in a tech company or in what will become a stock happen before the company actually goes public. By the time it went public, the company's probably already worth $5 billion, and you've missed out on 90% of the gains that you'll ever get. By the time Coinbase went public, it it was already worth $200 billion. You'd already missed out on all of that, but With Link2, you can invest in these private companies before they go public so that you're able to actually get a good deal and make a lot more money and make some money like these angel investors out there. So make sure you check them out. The link's in the description box down below. There are some really good deals there. NerdWallet is one that they're invested in. They're about to go public, and anyone who is on Link2 would have had access to them before that IPO, and they're probably about to make a lot of money because they use Link2.com. Check them out down below. Anywho, we're going to go ahead and jump into our market pulse right now. Over on Coin Market Cap here, we can see Bitcoin is currently trading at twenty-eight thousand four hundred dollars. It is down four point three nine percent in the last twenty-four hours. Ethereum trading just below eighteen hundred, down ten percent. Again, it is definitely a red day. That is without question. Binance uh, sliding down to number 5 dropping below USD coin again on the dip sitting at 6.33% to the negative XRP down 4%, Cardano down uh, 6.5%. If you've watched the video that I uploaded a few days ago, you'll see that I have a prediction of 35 cents on Cardano if we see Bitcoin drop down to um, if we see Bitcoin drop down to about Uh, $20,000 to $22,000, and then we're going to more than likely see Cardano drop down into that range. We also see Solana sitting at $44, which is a pretty good discount. Uh, Polka dot sitting at $9, uh, nine I've said that $6 would be a great place to scoop some of that up. We're about to read some green names, so I just want to go through some more of this uh, market data here. Looking over at CoinMarketCap here, we can see that total cryptocurrency market capitalization currently sitting at $1.2 trillion. I showed you this, I believe, even in yesterday's show, but I want to remind you, because this is a really, really important point. It's not just Bitcoin's chart that we are seeing support built on, and it's not just Bitcoin's chart that we need to be paying attention to. And by the way, Lux Algo just got an update. We're going to show you this update because it's absolutely amazing. If you don't have Lux Algo, I've said it before. I'm going to say it today. I'm going to say it again. You are missing out. You are wasting money by not having Luxalgo. If you do any kind of trading and investing, check it out, link down below. I'll go ahead and turn that off for a second, though. Right now, we can see that the market is sitting upon this support at $1.2 trillion, actually at $1.15. That was set by an all-time high in total market capitalization. By the way, this is the total chart. Go to All. It won't show up in crypto. But if you go to All, type in Total. Then there's also Total 1, Total 2, and Total 3. Total 2 excludes Bitcoin. Total 3 excludes Bitcoin and ETH to show you altcoin market caps. Here on Total, that just shows total crypto market capitalization, you can see this strong level of support right here that we're currently holding. If we break this strong level of support on market capitalization, the next place that we see the market go to is $776 billion, which was all-time high in the beginning of January at the end of the last bull market that ended, uh, that took place in 2016-17. That would be a $20,000 Bitcoin, just so you know. If we start dropping below these levels in a strong way, we're probably going to go almost straight to 22. There's not a lot of support built in between there. We're about to jump into some technical analysis, but first, let's go ahead and read some green names. We've got a bunch of people in chat that we want to shout out. Smay, take it away.
2: Oh. Oh. <laughs> Hello, everybody. It's time to read some green like the Celtics names. Whoa. Oh. All right. Here we go. We have uh, Matt C., Siobhan Elliot Locke. Oh, Tom Crown's in the chat. What's up, Tom, Tom Crown? Crown? Whoa. What's love up, that Tom guy. Crown? Shout I out to him for getting the guy. channel back. Uh, crypto Sec Guy, Cash of Cats. Uh, let's see here. Crypto Sarah, Colin McDonald, and that's what I'm seeing right now. I'm going to think of some more. Tom Wilkes, Groovy, uh, Crypto- Christopher Malvo, Grand Rifting Incorporated, Dentspied Zarka. I love all of you guys. Yeah. You guys are the best. Uh, you're the reasons why the Celtics won last night, and I'm very happy about it. Back to you, Jeb.
0: Absolutely. Well, guys, thank you so very much for tuning in. We got 300 likes already. I like to see it. I like to see it. A lot of times it would be a few more minutes into the show before we'd have that many likes. We got 1,400 people watching now. If you have just tuned in, we are about to talk about not only what Bitcoin is doing, because it is having a pretty big drop right now. We're going to talk about why we think that is occurring. We're also going to talk about whether or not we're about to go into a bear trap, followed by a bull trap, dropping us all the way down to $22,000 within the next four months and change. We got a lot to break down. And that's just in the first half of the show, because the second half, we have six different articles that we want to run through and then talk about whether or not mainstream media is trying to push a true, but they're trying to push a manipulative, bullish narrative to get Bitcoin to go up, then crash so that they can buy the dip and shake out more weak hands. We got a little bit of a tinfoil hat conspiracy that we're going to talk about later on in today's show. But first, we're going to jump on over to our technical analysis. So smash that like button if you just tuned in. Tim... Let's start with you because you yeah. have a theory yeah about Bitcoin's movement over the next several months. And you and I would both agree on this. <laughs> I think that we're seeing a one, two, three, four five uh, movement to the downside, a primary trend to the downside, which would be called a bear market. If we look over here on <clears throat> BLX, we can see what this trend would look like right here. And the reason why this would show up would be because we have support at $22,000 that's showing up from uh, the 200 weekly simple moving average, as you all can see right here. That's the 20, not the 200. Why is that not giving me the right thing? Uh, Probably because I'm on the daily chart. There we go. Moving out to the weekly chart, you can see our support is down here at 22K. Then we also, going back to the daily chart, have this downtrending level of resistance here and then this downtrending level of support right about here that it looks like we are currently bouncing off of so there's a lot of different things going on on the chart right now you've talked about Tim about this wave four secondary corrective wave to the upside and then another drop do you think that we're about to see another drop or do you think we're actually going to bounce from these lows around 28 29 back up to 38 and then have that drop do you stand by what you said earlier
1: so First and foremost, I do absolutely still stand by what I I, uh, said in the last couple of days. And there's some interesting things happening here. You know, For a minute, you do have to kind of explore the option. When we started seeing that price come down, you do have to start questioning, all right, was I wrong? Are we coming down? Here's the reason right now why I don't think I was wrong. And obviously, the price jumped back up. We can say in hindsight, oh, look, Tim, the price went back up. But Jeb... Am I lying when we were sitting around the table and I said, I do not think that this is going to continue. I think we're about to rally back up. And the reason why is when you come down to some of these smaller charts, and I have my TD sequential up. You guys know recently I've been using TD sequential a whole heck of a lot, which by the way, what chart was I just on that we had that nine flash? Uh, Yeah, the hourly chart. Boom. Look at that right there. But I'm going to turn that off while I make this point for you guys. Coming down to the five minute chart. Look, yes, we did have volume here, but what you want to see when you confirm breakouts, because this was a breakout, you guys see this green line right here, That that Flat level of resistance we have been using now ever since we dipped down really low and then we came back up. If I come back to the hourly chart real quick and show you guys what I'm talking about, obviously dipped back up, came back in, but then look how many times we've used this line one, two, three, four. This was the fifth time, only this time we broke it. Coming down to the five minute chart, yes, we had an uptick in volume, but I was watching it. It was not this high until the price started shooting back up. I said, I don't like that, and, and I like it, but I don't like it for the bears, because what you want to see when you break a key level of support or resistance and you're going to hold it is a massive uptick in volume that confirms and holds that pattern, but instead the volume confirmed as we started moving back up into it. So... Again, I called this back here as the price was down here around 28 or so. I, I actually thought we were going to dip down into the 27s, hit this blue line that actually you're going to find if I go out to my weekly chart. The significance of that blue line is a falling wedge on the long time frame. I thought we were going to actually – fit. I mean, that's pretty stinking close right there. But, you know, that's a zone – We got close, you know, but I thought we were going to go down in the 27s. However, we did not. We in fact shot back up and here is what I think we're seeing right now. Notice that volume did come into the space, but other than this one red bar right there, this volume is actually in the, the backing of the confirmation and, and, Everything we have been seeing recently in the news has been actually talking about fundamental reasons why Bitcoin is undervalued right now. So when I saw this start to happen, when I saw the price start to come down here, uh, you know, our planning meeting, we were talking about the potential for here in a couple of months, a bear trap, a bull trap happening when potentially we head back up towards 37. But as I was watching this and I was watching the volume not move how I really thought it should move and not explode, I was saying, is this a bear trap? Because everything fundamentally right now is actually pointing towards a short-term upward movement for Bitcoin. Is this a bear trap to get a lot of people out? Are people gonna wake up this morning, see this red candle and say, oh no, I'm done, I'm out, it went below support, I'm gonna sell and there's gonna be a bear trap and then we're gonna shoot back the upside. It's too early, definitely right now, we're only an hour removed from this big fall to say, oh, we're shooting up and we're gonna break through this green line here by the end of the day, that's too early. But what we do have is confirmation this was in fact a bear trap, this was a shakeout to get a lot of new investors or people who have been sitting on the edge of their seat waiting for a breakout, either to the upside or the downside, this was a fakeout to get a lot of people out of the market and I still hold to my belief that we are moving up and to the right here over the next couple of weeks if not a full 2 months before then we set up that bull trap that a lot of bears are waiting for and we shoot back down at least to 25,000 if not 22 or below
0: absolutely guys well let's go ahead and take a look at the chart from a from a perspective of the shorter-term analysis and talk about where it might be going over the next little while. We also want to talk a little bit about, uh, we're going to talk about that here in a second, but we also want to talk a little bit about this article over on Cointelegraph. As you guys know, the options market expires monthly, and right now, Bitcoin is creeping towards $30,000. I believe at the time this article was written, it was creeping down to $30,000. Now, it's trying to creep back up to $30,000 But data shows bears in favor for Friday's $1.8 billion Bitcoin options expiry. For the bulls to be in the positive, it looks like we would need to see a $35,000 Bitcoin. As you can see here on Coinglass.com, $30,000 Bitcoin, which is roughly what we'll be at or potentially even lower. We're at uh, uh, $29,000 right now. That would have a huge advantage for the Bears. There are 2,050 calls uh, that are buys uh, and 11,200 puts or sells. The Bears have a $250 million advantage if we end between $30,000 and $32,000. What's most likely is that this is going to close out with a $390 million favoring of the Bears, 800 buys. Uh, 1,400 sells, 1,400 puts, 800 calls, if you will. The net result favors the bears by $400 million. So when these options expire, looks like the bears are going to stand to gain a lot. And they very well may turn around and use that as shorting fuel. And that would actually kind of make sense because looking at Coin Glass again over here, looking at the last uh, couple of days, you can see there's been a lot of long liquidation. We saw at 400 hours this morning, uh, $116 million in longs get liquidated within the 60-minute period. And then just recently, i.e. at 9 to 10 o'clock, the candle that closed 15 minutes ago, we saw $84 million in longs get liquidated very, very rapidly. So even the people that are long right now, are getting liquidated because bitcoin is still in that downtrend now i also want to show you some lux algo because lux algo has just come out with a new feature lux algo 5.0 is here make sure that you turn it on if you haven't already make sure you go ahead and turn it on this right here is very very powerful i'm going to go ahead and show you just go ahead and delete it go to your lux algo premium click it right there then go into your inputs here and then i want you to come over here to tp slash sl points hit This is really, really cool, guys. I love this new functionality. You know, TradingView has this functionality, but it's not automatic. It is there, but it's not anywhere near as powerful as this. On TradingView, I haven't used it in a very long time. I'm, bl- I'm forgetting where it was, but you can actually, here it is, you can actually set on TradingView your price targets and your stop losses based on where the market is. Problem with that is, it's not algorithmic. It's not based on artificial intelligence. It's not based on proven back-tested technical indicators like LuxAlgo, and it also has to be done manually. What LuxAlgo is doing right here is it's giving us a strong sell signal on the four chart as you can see here or it's giving us a strong sell signal on the daily chart as you can see here in april and then it's actually giving you your take profits and your stop losses so it's saying if you're in a short that you entered up here uh that got confirmed so you enter the short then your first take profit would be somewhere in this range your second take profit would be somewhere in this range and the cool thing is this continues to update so if you were to back test this and go back here for example then it's going to show it should anyway if we bring up Lux Algo, that the take profits are right here. Now, you wouldn't want to take all of the profit. You would want to start laddering out of your short position because if you were to move this forward, you can see the take profit is going to move down with it algorithmically. That's really cool because it means that the the indicator is updating in real time to give you really powerful signals. If you want to trade Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies, or if you want to invest in them, swing trade, short-term trading, scalping, anything, if you don't have Lux Algo, you guys are missing out. I've talked to you about how... Whenever we see a sell signal on the daily chart, uh, well, let's let's use the weekly chart for an example. I've shown you before on this show how whenever you use the weekly chart with Trend uh, Catcher, if you use trend catcher to confirm your signals, which is the way that it should be done, I'm going to go ahead and turn TP slash SL points off for just a second. With Luxalgo, if you sh- if you turn this on and you use your buy and your sell signals and you confirm them, there have been 13 buy signals in the entire history of Bitcoin. 12 of them have been accurate. That is a 92% hit rate. You're not going to find that with any other technical indicator for trend catching. Make sure you get Luxalgo. You can use coupon code JEB, J-E-B-B for 20% off at checkout with the link in the description box down below. I personally use it every single day. And as you can see it called the current downtrend that we are in and if you turn that on it's giving you good strong take profit and stop loss positions this is extremely helpful for any traders out there you're missing out if you don't get this but what's the point on the short term well on the short term here for bitcoin we did break bearish out of this symmetrical triangle pattern but interestingly enough just as we've been recording this show it's jumped back up in here we scam wicked down and it looks like it's actually trying to hold this this is something that tim was talking about in the planning meeting this morning he was saying yeah we're dropping but there's no volume so how confident should we really be in this drop and the good point and the point he was making is maybe not all that much because the bears are pushing down but against what volume it's not a very strong attack the bulls aren't actually trying to fight back so of course the bears are going to be able to push us down there the thing is if bitcoin did drop down it would probably drop down to this support level right here if you zoom out i'll show you what that is that is the long-term downtrend that goes back to our all-time high over here on the 20th of february 2021 intersects with some different touches here intersects right here hits a bottom there hits a bottom there and it actually acts as the bottom of the falling wedge that we are in right now that i showed you on blx earlier that actually gives us our understanding that we're in a bear market right now. That's our market structure support level. That's a really, really, really important level. And I implore you to take it seriously. If Bitcoin were to drop bearish out of its symmetrical triangle pattern right now, there is a strong case to be made that it would hold that support and attempt to bounce. And that's going to lead us into our next segment here in just a little bit. Is talking about... Are we actually about to see, counter to what you might think, a bullish breakout of this symmetrical triangle pattern to the upside because of all of these different bullish news stories that we have over here? There are some very bullish news stories here. There is also one from the Fed that we're going to talk about that's not so bullish and that would be putting a damper on things. But the point is, there's a lot impacting the market right now. Our overall theory is that Bitcoin is going to have maybe another little scam wick to the downside here to try and shake some of the to, to try and shake uh, some of the long positions out. Then we're going to have that rally, and then we're going to drop again. So, Tim, what are your final thoughts on the technical analysis here, and uh, how can we prepare ourselves if we do see another? Uh, Wick to the downside, and for some reason, it does break straight down out of this. Because, you know, just to take it here for a second, we have somebody in chat. I forgot that. I didn't see their name, but they're saying, hey, take a look at TD Sequential out on the weekly chart. We're at a seven. That's true. We've had nine red in a row. I still think it makes sense that we would have a bounce from here. So what do you what do we do when Bitcoin's trying to break bearish
1: out? So here's the thing about T D Sequential. Just so you guys know on Club DeFi, I've been doing the reason I've been using T D Sequential recently is because I was doing some deeper research. Like I said, even though we have a course out there and it is a phenomenal course, all the feedback we're getting back so far is that it is great. We're still learning and I'm still growing and I want to keep making it better and better and better. And here's what's really cool the last two strong signals we have on T D Sequential on the weekly chart are right here. What is that? That's a bullish nine. And the other one right here, what is that? That's a bullish nine i actually learned it's not all about watching numbers it's about watching how the flow of everything is going so what i want to see develop just because we see a seven doesn't mean we have to come down two more as jeb just said another key indicator is even though there's a red seven right there, the the two before that, even though there's a green three and a green four, those are red candles as well. What I want to look for right here is either does this weekly chart change or does the next weekly chart have a engulfing candlestick, right. in which case we see a green – it doesn't even have to be a green one. It could still be a red eight, and yet that would still be an indicator. TD sequential is not in and of itself – Going to make all the calls by itself, it's using it along with other indicators as well. So when I see that we're right here at a support level, when I see that there's things where at the bottom of Bollinger Bands, and, and here's the thing I've learned about Bollinger Bands: bigger time frames you watch heavily when we start getting overextended. Smaller time frames, you're almost hoping for overextension because that tells you where the trend is going. What I'm seeing right here is not. Is not Final. We have to keep watching things, but there's a lot of signs on the weekly chart that are showing that it is time for a reverse back to the upside as we were talking about that 37, 35, somewhere in that range, Uh, but this seven red right here along with, you know, nine total red candles. Uh, let's watch how this develops. It's not over yet. Even as we come down to the hourly chart, guys, as much as we like what we're seeing, our most recent candle is green. We're moving to the upside. We're back up at 29,000. It's not over. Keep your eyes on. We're gonna talk about this in our discussion about how you should be approaching today. In any that we had, we came out of support, have a scam week down here, and now we're moving to the upside. That's a lot of volatility, and if you are not don't have a lot of experience, you definitely want to stay tuned and hear that discussion on how you should be addressing the market today and the next couple of days.
0: Yeah, and I think you guys are going to get a ton of value out of that. So the takeaways from the technical analysis right now, if we do break to the downside, be a little skeptical of it because, yes, we are in a downtrend. Yes, we are in a bear market. There is a strong reason to believe that we're going to have a bounce in the next week and change. For a couple of weeks. As Tim said, there very well may be a bullish engulfing candlestick on the weekly chart. That would be phenomenal. But don't get too confident in that, because it is a corrective wave in a bear market. It would be the second corrective wave in this bear market, and it would likely be followed by a final test all the way down to an absolute low of twenty-two dollars to $23,000. The only reason that number is changing from twenty dollars to $22,000 is because the 200 weekly simple moving average, which is where we're basing 22, is moving to the upside. It's currently sitting around 22, uh, $22,250. The second takeaway I want you to get from this, make sure you buy Luxalgo, guys. Bitcoin is in a very obvious trend trend right now it's in a very obvious downtrend and pretty soon we are expecting that it's going to have a break to the upside here's the deal if it does that you can bet your bottom Bitcoin that Lux algo is going to call it and it's probably going to call it really really well you can see how it called the bottom back over here in uh May June and July call the bottom right here got uh had trend catcher turn green candlestick went green so we had confirmation on the 26th of july until the sell signal we rallied 34 if you if you got out at the top it rallied 50 percent well you didn't have any false signals there were no false signals in here whatsoever it called it perfectly make sure you get lux algo today because if you don't have it you are going to miss out and when we start going into an uptrend the most powerful technical indicator for trend catching is going to be giving a signal and you might not see it whether it be on ethereum bitcoin solana avalanche avax ADA, whatever it is, get Luxalgo today. Use the coupon code JEB, J-E-B-B, for 20% off at checkout down below. But we're going to now go ahead and read some Super Chats. Before we do, smash that like button. We've got over 2,000 people watching. Let's go to full screen. I want to see. We yeah. have 2,022 people watching. I recognize that number. Must be the year. And there's only 563 likes. I know we can do better than that. I know we can do better than that, guys. Tim, how many likes do you think we could have in the next five minutes?
1: Uh, a lot. And I have made a rookie mistake. What? I did not have the super chats thing open. So I got to go get that. Yeah, I got to get that tab open so I read those super chats. Because I know TZ is, is getting them in there. So give me a. We could have a million likes, though, before, we, uh, before I get this tab That's open right, we here. Can. It is possible uh, to have a million <laughs> likes. Gosh, what do we call this thing? Oh man, we had. So- I felt like today's show was flowing so well too. We were on, we were going, but I. Uh, hey, today's it up show and
0: is it. flowing so well. I'll go ahead and introduce the Goodness. next uh, segment here while he's finding that, guys, and then we will read those super chats. What we are talking about right now is that there's kind of a sus bottom feeling of this bottom. That it just it doesn't feel right. What we're looking at on Bitcoin is that, you know, th- there's just not a lot of confidence in either direction right now. The bears are starting to run out of confidence. The bulls don't have a ton of confidence. The point is, what are we doing here? What is Bitcoin there? What is Bitcoin doing? I it really feels like there should be a bounce, but at the same time, we're in a downtrend. So we kind of want to break down what's going on here. And Tim, feel free to interrupt me when you find that super chat document. I'm working. Just want to keep it flowing here. One of the main points that we're going to be talking about here in a second is that optimism is dominating the news. I'm going to read these headlines and we're going to come back and look at them. Market watch here says this, this eclipse-like event is why Bitcoin could reach $100,000 by next year, says Forecaster, with a solid record on crypto. What does that mean? We'll be getting to that. Over here at CryptoDaily.co.uk, MasterCard executive believes mass adoption of crypto is just around the corner. We'll be getting to what that's about. Andreessen Horowitz, big name in crypto, I'm sure you know him, raised $4.5 billion crypto fund to take advantage of bargains in down market. I mentioned that yesterday. I read that headline and told you guys about that. Kathy Wood, founder and CEO of ARK Investment. Continues to show faith in Bitcoin and Ethereum. Loads up on two crypto-linked stocks. Davos over here. I'm sorry. Bitcoin, Bitcoin is.com over here said uh, Davos 2022. Ray Dalio calls the blockchain great. Says he holds Bitcoin. You know how big of a deal this is that Ray Dalio holds Bitcoin? You realize that Ray Dalio is the billionaire investor that billionaire investors ask advice from. He's like... The crown prince of investment in in the traditional world, and he holds Bitcoin. That's a huge step of faith. And then we also have Fed minutes pointing to more rate hikes. Right now, the basis uh, the base rate, as you can see over here on NewYorkFed.org, is currently sitting. The effective federal funds rate is at 0.83%. The effect the target range is between three quarters and one percent. We're going to talk about why we may see another 50 basis points here in a little bit. What that would mean. And then we're also going to talk about how Buick changed their logo. What are you guys doing over here? This just doesn't make any sense to me. Tim, yeah. did you find that? Yo, so I
1: found the document. I, don't, I thought What's I random? saw one earlier, but, but I, I just asked TZ in chat, did we have any? He said at this point, no. So, uh, you know, what I'm looking through right now is for anything in chat. Uh, you know, we have one right here from Freedom Advocate who just said, if Bitcoin drops to 10K, it's done. No one would buy it, and it would fall. As a tech, the whole world is watching this market like never before. Uh, So if they think that 10k price, they will not invest. I think what he's trying to say here, because I know you know freedom advocates here every single day. Thank you so much for watching, man. I think he's trying to say it won't make it to ten. But but let's address it. Let's say it did get to ten thousand. Because there are people calling for an eight thousand dollars price, Jeb. What would you think happens to Bitcoin if that happens?
0: If it goes to ten thousand dollars or eight thousand dollars? Ten or eight? Yeah, exactly. Stonks.
1: That's what I would think. You get
0: stonks. That is a great question, Freedom Advocate. I don't agree that it would be the end and the death of Bitcoin for a couple of simple reasons. Let's just take a look at Amazon. I use Amazon as a case study quite often. If you look at AMZN, Amazon.com, the stock, let's go on the weekly chart and look back at the uh, late, uh, the early 2000s in the dot-com bubble. Amazon, as you know right now, Amazon, let's go to CompaniesMarketCap.com. That is a very similar website to uh, CoinMarketCap.com. It shows companies. Amazon is currently the fifth most valuable company on planet earth worth 1.21 trillion with a T dollars. At one point, I do believe it was the most valuable company in the world or maybe number two behind Apple. Saudi Aramco is number one. That is a company that is based out of Saudi Arabia that processes almost a quarter of global oil. So it makes sense. They're worth 2 trillion. Apple's worth 2 trillion. Almost every single one of these companies is in the top five right now went through something like what I'm about to show you on Amazon. Amazon dropped starting here, November 29th of 20 of uh, 1999. It dropped 95% until September 17th of 01. In 658 days it lost 95% of its value. Hundreds of millions, probably at the time billions of dollars, were wiped out. Let's take a look at Cardano as a cryptocurrency case study in this industry. In 2018, the very beginning of 2018, market rallied all the way to $1.32. During the pandemic drop, it was trading below two pennies. That's a Luna style crash, not fundamentally like Luna, but the number, the down the amount percentage down is like Luna. Down 98.61%. I'm in no way by the way comparing the fundamentals of Cardano to Luna. Luna's fundamentals are destroyed. Cardano's are some of the strongest in the industry. My point is it dropped 90 almost 9% to the downside. And then, within the span of two years, because of its fundamentals, because of its community, it would go on to rally 16,500% until August of 2021. Now, it's going down again, but the point is, it recovered from that. If Bitcoin dropped down to $10,000, we would only be looking at, and I know it seems weird to say only, but we'd only be looking at an 85% drop. In fact, I don't think we're going to go to $10,000, but if it followed the trend of the last bear markets, which dropped 85%, and then dropped 85% again, it would actually stand to reason that we would go to $10,000 because $10,000 is where we would go if we dropped 85%. Again, I don't think that's going to happen. The fundamental landscape is different than it was back then. Trends are only so applicable, especially when you're looking at trends that are taking place over the course of the majority of the lifespan of this industry. The point is, if we go down to $10,000, that's not the end of this space. The fundamentals are just as strong. Why did Amazon and Cardano come back? Because their fundamentals were remarkably, remarkably strong, and price is always downstream of those fundamentals. Great question. Hopefully, that was a compelling and helpful answer. Any Anything else that we want to address, or should we keep moving? Here we had we, we had time?
1: two Super Chats, but I don't know. Do you want to Full go ahead and screen? jump in, and we'll read those a little bit later, or do you want to uh, do it now? Let's
0: see. I think we could probably—let's read those a little bit later. Let's go yeah. ahead and jump into our next segment. Guys, we have 800 likes on the stream. We got over 2,000 people watching. Thank you very much for tuning in. If you're enjoying today's show, I want you to do two things for me. Number one, subscribe to the channel. We're bringing you the highest quality technical on-chain and fundamental analysis in the entire cryptocurrency space. I really do believe that that's true in my heart. I believe that we are the number one in technical on-chain and fundamental analysis in this industry for analysis, for coverage, for informational and educational content, especially here on YouTube. So make sure to subscribe to the channel. You don't want to miss out on all the content that we're putting out, not just on Bitcoin, not just on ethereum but also on cardano uh when luna dropped on luna we talk about polka avalanche all these different projects but we're also not only on youtube we're also on twitter at crypto jeb, instagram at crypto jeb TikTok, at crypto jeb official we're even on facebook you might not have noted no, known that we're also on spotify this show gets uploaded as a podcast most people don't realize that and club we are all over the place and we have so much content that we want to bring you so make sure to follow us everywhere subscribe and hit that post notification bell and smash that like button i know we can get to a thousand likes here in the next couple of minutes. Let's go ahead and jump into our discussion here, though. Right now, Tim, optimism is dominating the news, which is really interesting because Bitcoin, as we know, has dropped significantly over the last nine weeks. We've had nine weeks read in a row. We're down 40% in under 60 days. Why do you think there's so much optimism in the space and in the media right now?
1: Yeah, well, you know, we, weird. we talked about it the other day, Full screen. Yesterday, I believe, when we were discussing, you know, the remarks that JP Morgan is now making about Bitcoin, how JP Morgan is saying it is one of their it is their preferred uh investment asset. Uh that and they talked about, I can't remember, was it their VP that said this? Or I can't remember who, but he was he was saying when you look at other assets and other equities. Crypto, and specifically Bitcoin, dropped so much more than the others. He thinks that it is is overextended to the downside. That's why he is predicting a 28% bump up back to, now he said 38,000 which is a good level. Uh, you know, we said 37, that's kind of funny how close we are on that one. But what he, what his belief is there right now is that Bitcoin because of its newness, because of there's a lot of uncertainty in the market, it kind of got a harsher response than the rest of the market and he believes it will go back to it. The other thing is fundamentally there are so many things developing. Of course, we're literally months removed from a massive adoption story for use case of Bitcoin with the strike network. And now, you know, change one letter. Yesterday, we just saw a difference in the Stripe network. Both of these allowing for advancements of Bitcoin to be utilized for both spending and receiving money, which I believe right now the biggest storyline is for any young business owner. That is massive for you to A, be able to get your transactions done quicker and B, decide uh, give the option not only for people to spend money and buy With Bitcoin, but also you can decide, hey, instead of having to take my U.S. dollars and go through a process of turning to Bitcoin, I can utilize this new technology to go ahead and invest in Bitcoin by taking that money and immediately turning into Bitcoin without having a centralized bank be involved to try to confirm or then deny or then tell me what I can and cannot do. I can do this all myself. That's the whole purpose of DeFi. And we're seeing these technologies continue to develop despite what looks like the entering of a crypto or Bitcoin winter or bear market. And so you know, you're, you're seeing the wrestling, we have recession coming in, we have the US dollar under a lot of pressure even though it's going up from the Fed because the inflation's so high. We have a lot of FUD in the space, but if you can get rid of all that FUD, the fundamentals are only getting stronger. And so while we've been over, when we've had the last two weeks, of a lot of downward movement, well, guess what? When something is solid, if it goes down, it will go back up. Now, that doesn't mean it's up for forever. Again, I still am holding to the thought that we will be seeing a bull trap happen maybe sometime late June or July when we get a little closer to that 37,000 and we're gonna drop back down to 25, maybe even 22 or 20. But for right now, the pressure I think is on the bears to hold it down. I think there's a lot of movement and momentum to say that we're gonna be heading back up before we see that dip again.
0: Well, that's definitely a very strong take right there. Let's go ahead and jump into some of these stories. They're all important, but we want to look at the deeper meta-narrative that's going on here. I want to read you these stories, but I'm more interested in why these stories are being put out right now. Take a look at this. This eclipse-like event is why Bitcoin could reach $100,000 by next year, says Forecaster, with a solid record on crypto. This article is basically just saying, hey, guys, there is a Bitcoin halving coming up in the next couple of years. I believe the next Bitcoin halving is expected to be in 2024. We remember in May of 2020 when the last one happened, and then boom, Bitcoin moonshot. This is saying right here that we could be going to $100,000 in the latter 2023, moving into the direction of the Bitcoin halving event. If you look at the stock-to-flow model, then we are massively undervalued on stock-to-flow model. I think I have a second to show you uh, that. So, that actually makes a lot of sense. The stock-to-flow model brings into account something called the stock-to-flow ratio for Bitcoin. If you look at the stock-to-flow model Bitcoin, if you use the stock-to-flow model, I think this will show it right here. I can't remember where this is. If you look at the stock-to-flow model, is this it? This might be the website I'm looking for. It sh- Here we go. It shows you what the fair market value of Bitcoin is based on the uh, the tokenomics and the supply and demand curve and and the uh, how much Bitcoin is in circulating supply. Right now, it's saying that Bitcoin should be trading at $109,000. It's also saying in 2025, it should be trading at $1.3 million. I've said for a long time that I think stock-to-flow model was too conservative eight years ago. It's going to be too aggressive five years from now. Right now, we're probably where we should be trading between fifty dollars and $100,000. I do think we're undervalued. So that's why it's saying we could be going to $100,000. Very bullish article but why you might the reader might ask is market watch reaching and talking about something that's going to happen two years from now when the narrative is bearish when the narrative is down when we've been down for nine weeks why do you think market watch is coming out with the bullish narrative mastercard executive believes mass adoption of crypto is just around the corner completely agree with that in the same way i completely agree with this article that a hundred thousand dollar bitcoin is likely in 2023 i agree with the article but why was it made i agree With the executive here, not going to go into too much detail, but basically they're saying, hey, look, Bitcoin is going to have mass adoption and it's going to have... Uh, it's going to have it very, very, very soon. That's great, and I do agree, and I think that this is a big story in its own right. Harold Bossi, Vice President of New Product Development, Innovation, and MasterCard, revealed that corporation investors and executives are undeterred by the recent downturn in crypto markets. He added they remain upbeat about the long-term prospects of the crypto space. Totally agree. Absolutely right. Bitcoin's undervalued. It's going to a million bucks. We all already, we already knew that, but why are we talking about that now? Why are we getting so much bullish stories out right now? Why why, why are we getting so much bullish narrative? Andreessen Horowitz raises $4.5 billion crypto fund to take advantage of bargains in down market. I mentioned this yesterday. Went out and rose $5 billion almost to go and buy the dip on Bitcoin. Not going to go into the whole article. If you want, it's over on CNBC. You can pause the video at any point and read through this article. It's a bullish story. We like to see it. It's great. But why are we getting this story now? Why is this being made a big deal of now? Kathy Wood, founder and CEO of ARK Invest would love to meet and interview Kathy Wood at some point. If anybody has a contact to her, we'd love to have her on the show. I've been looking forward to meeting her for a long time. I'm sure we will at some point. She's uh, done interviews and things with a, with a friend of mine. Uh, uh, and uh, I believe that Kathy Wood would love to come on the show. Hopefully, we could get her on sometime. But she says that she continues to show faith in Bitcoin Ethereum. She loads up on two link stocks. That's great. But again, why is Benzinga.com coming out with some more bullish stories right now? Over here, Davos 2022. Billionaire Ray Dalio calls the blockchain great. He says he holds Bitcoin. This is not the first time he said he came out and held Bitcoin. He's already talked about this, if I remember correctly. He's talked about how there's going to be a squeeze, and the U.S. dollar is dying, and when I s- and that uh, cryptocurrencies are going to be part of that future. That's a great thing, but why is it being talked about right now? Well, it's possible. Now, it's speculation. We don't know this. But it's possible that there's a coordinated optimism campaign by media. Again, we don't know that, and it would be wrong of me to assume that that's what's going on. But it is very possible, and this does happen, you are lying to yourself if you think the media doesn't have coordinated optimism and FUD campaigns around a lot of things, not just cryptocurrencies. You'd be lying to yourself if you thought that didn't happen. Could we be seeing a coordinated optimism campaign by the media? And if so, why would we be seeing that, Tim? Why do you think? I know I'm putting you on the spot, but why do you yeah. think the media would be so interested in having a coordinated campaign around this, because it just doesn't make any sense to me why there's so much bullish narrative right now. Yeah. Most of the time, the media would be, instead of talking bullish about Bitcoin, be saying doom and gloom, fear in the streets, blood in the streets. It's going to crash, because that's what gets headlines.
1: You know, uh, wouldn't it make sense that if in a bull market, they manipulate the price to come down so they can get more course, supply, right. so that they can go up and take their profits. If right. we're in a bear market, wouldn't it make sense that they would manipulate the market to go up so they could take those profits and then dip down and buy lower? Again, Precisely. that is a, a great strategy, and I think even retail investors should use it. Uh, you know, Don't get me wrong. I think that you should have your hollow portfolio that you do not touch. I agree with Michael Saylor when he says you know, just sit there, but I do think it's a little bit – in genuine, and I would never say that people should never touch any of their Bitcoin. This is a good season to find a peak and to take some profit and to go down and buy lower. You could I mean in this season we if if the price gets to 38 and again we're pretty sure it's going to get somewhere around 37 38 and then it dips down to 20 you could almost double your Bitcoin holdings. You could almost, you know, we'll definitely be able to double your things like your Cardano holdings or your Ethereum holdings. But, you know, that's a great strategy. And so, if that's a great strategy, guess who's going to do it? The institutions and the whales. So, again, in the same way we went through a bull market where there were constantly bullish stories being posted, and then we bring the price down and then bear stories posted, and they manipulate the market so they could buy at the right levels and then sell at the right levels. They're going to do the same thing with a bear market. So in this case, they want the market to go back up. They want that 37, 38 so that they can take profit there. And that's why I think the retail investors should do the exact same, uh But what they're going to do is they're going to fake you out a little bit. They're going to try to confuse you. They're going to try to make you get really scared and FUD out at the bottoms and then FOMO into the tops. Don't fall for it. Keep your head on your shoulders. Continue to invest in what you're learning and you're watching. Put it together and make good investments.
0: That's absolutely right. And here's what you guys need to be keeping in mind. We've talked about how there could be a bullish movement to the upside to thirty-five dollars to $38,000, somewhere in that range. The media is not thinking in terms of, and the mainstream and the investors and, and the, the institutions are not thinking in terms of, well, as Matt C. just said in a super chat that we'll read in a minute, they're not thinking in days and weeks. They're thinking in months and normally years, a lot of times decades. Institutions have a 100-year time horizon. That's something Michael Saylor said as an institution himself. He's got a $5 billion company. They're looking at the next 100 years. They don't give a crap what happens this week. They want to see what the market's going to do over the next decades. Here's the deal. What would be faster is if Bitcoin dropped all the way down to $22,000, completely shattered all the weak hands, got them all out of the space, and then boom, we could start rallying right from there. The institutions don't care about it happening that quickly. They're not on a time constraint. They're not on a time budget. They would rather make more money by allowing the market to go up to 35 to 38. As Tim was saying, sell up here, take some profit, and then buy back in lower. Like Tim said, you go to 38 and you drop down to 20. You can double your money just by selling at 40, which would initiate the drop, and then buy back in with that cash at $20,000. That is what's probably going on here. Is Number one, the technicals show that it should happen. Number two, the fundamentals are showing that it can happen. Number three, the institutions probably see that this is possible and so now want it to happen because they stand to gain from it. So the question asked in chat, the question that we're asking, why would the media intentionally manipulate the market to the upside? Because they want to get out, maybe, so that they can buy back and lower. Again, I cannot say for a fact that there's a coordinated FOMO campaign going on right now, but I can say it's weird. I can say it's weird that five different news agencies are all coming out with bullish narratives on on the exact same day when bitcoin is down 9 weeks in a row normally there should be a lot of fud but as tim said in a in a bull market you're going to see coordinated fud campaigns to drop the markets so you can buy back in lower same thing's going to happen here in the Bitcoin space because if it went up to thirty-seven thousand dollars, it's a lot easier to enter a short and be confident that you're going to make money when you're dropping from thirty-eight to twenty-two than you are when you're dropping from twenty-nine to twenty-two. So that's probably what we're going to see happen here. All of this bullish uh, narrative, very good. It is definitely going to help the Bitcoin space. But what's really driving the space right now has a lot to do with the Federal Reserve. Every month before the Federal Reserve has a meeting, the next one I believe is on June fifteenth, the Fed minutes drop, which basically outlines what they're going to talk about. The Fed. Fed minutes are pointing to more rate hikes that go further than the market anticipates. I'm not going to get into this a whole lot here because we don't have time. But the point is, the Fed minutes seem to be um, indicating that we could see another 50 basis point increase. The Federal Reserve even came out in the Fed minutes and, and used the word aggressive and hawkish. So it actually would make a lot of sense if we were to see another big jump, maybe another half a percent. The effective federal funds rate, which is the target, is currently sitting at 0.83%, up from 0.33% as it was back in May before it was raised in early May, not that long ago. We saw that that was taking place, and that is having an impact on constricting the market. It's having an impact on hopefully slowing down inflation. But it's probably not just uh, the effective federal funds rate that the Fed's going to be changing. They're probably also going to be working on the bond buying policy or the reverse of uh, of taking bon- uh, taking uh, money off the balance sheet, trying to reduce that sh- balance sheet, the Fed balance sheet, that's going to have a big impact on inflation. It's going to have a big impact on money printing and bond purchasing and, and rates and everything. So there's a lot that's about to happen on the Federal Reserve that's probably going to cause a constriction in the economy, make money a little bit more expensive. You might think, what does that mean? Make money more expensive? Well, when you go and borrow money, you have to pay interest. The higher the interest rate, the more expensive the money is. That's basically what they're getting at. We have the grace of buying a home about a month ago. We're actually closing on the 31st in five days, we locked in five and an eighth percent. Five and an eighth might be the base rate by the end of the year with the way the Federal Reserve's going. If you don't know how it works, normally a home interest rate is going to be at least four percent higher than the federal funds rate because what the banks do, the the, the the smaller banks, they profit from the difference. They borrow money and then they profit the four percent margin. So if the base rate goes up to 4%, the banks are going to be charging 8% or 9% for homes, which will constrict the real estate market, causing that market to level out. Less people are going to be investing there. It'll cause a constriction in the money supply, meaning less people are going to invest in stocks and bonds. That will eventually make it, one, harder for the retail to find the money to invest. But if they do, it's going to make Bitcoin much more appealing because Federal Reserve interest rates don't have an impact on it. Hopefully you're tracking with me. I know I'm talking about a lot and I'm going very quickly here. What's the point? The Fed will get the final word on this market, and it is probably going to be taking place all the way through the summer. The Federal Reserve and what they're doing with interest rates right now is having such a huge impact on the global economy and on Bitcoin. So the question, is the market still dominated by the Fed? Yes, I think it is. We all at this team think that the Federal Reserve is dominating this market right now. Are we about to see a jump as a result of potential media manipulation and as a result of genuine bullish stories like all of these are? Probably. But is that a bull trap? Also probably. Because as I talked about, when the Federal Reserve raises interest rates, in the long term, that's a good thing for the U.S. dollar. In the short term, it's bad for them. It it can be negative for the economy because it can cause a constriction in spending. If you're under a Keynesian model, you think that's a bad thing. It's not necessarily a bad thing. But if you're under a Keynesian model, you would think so. That can make it harder for people to find money to invest in Bitcoin and crypto. However... It does eventually make Bitcoin more interesting as an investment opportunity because, as I said, real estate isn't as profitable anymore because interest rates are higher. It's harder to make money in the stock market because stocks aren't just running and running and running on free credit like we were in 1920 freaking Mm 9. Hopefully, we'll get our act together. We should have learned this lesson 90 years ago, but apparently not. Should you avoid the bull trap that we're going for? you want to be careful if Bitcoin does start going into a, a rally up to 35 to 38 like we think it's going to, don't expect that to be the beginning oh, of the yeah. bull market. That's not the bull market coming in. That's probably a bear trap. We're going to see more than likely, and I think most likely, another leg to the downside to 22. A lot of it's going to have to do with the Federal Reserve. And you're also going to have that having to do with a lot of geopolitical events like the terrible conflict in Ukraine. Tim, yeah, what are some of our key points here? And what are some of our things that we can do with this yeah. You know, with the Fed,
1: what, what do we make of this? Well, the first thing is, you know, Ball the screen. Fed is kind of, they, they'd they already told us their plan. And, and this is what we still have to kind of see in the next couple of weeks. Is the price currently already built into that 50 basis points expectation? Because in the last announcement, you know, Powell kind of hinted at 50 is the new standard. He's going to need to see a lot happen before he says 75. And then originally, you know, a month ago, he, in that announcement we watched, he kind of made it sound like 75 was off the table until further notice. Then I think here, like two weeks ago in a, in a interview, he said 75 is definitely on the table. But what we just had announced yesterday from those minutes is for the foreseeable future, we should just be expecting 50. That's not new. That's kind of the feeling we got based off of a month ago's announcement. So therefore, I'm of the opinion that I think that the, the price is kind of baked in. At this point, it is gonna be about manipulation. It is gonna be about getting the price to go up, to then take profits, and then bring it back down, and then you could buy low. The Fed is gonna have a massive say in that. But here's what I think the golden opportunity is, not only for you as a retail investor, but I think institutions are gonna take advantage of this, and I think we're gonna see people start to, to start to think this way. Follow with me. I was even having a meeting with a, with a, a, a what do you call him? A, a friend of, a, of the company. I don't know. He's an advisor slash friend, you know, where he was talking about, oh, you know, the U.S. dollar, it's, it's gaining power right now like, like nothing else. And I'm like, yeah, let's think about that for a second. The Fed is acting because the U.S. dollar is in trouble. It is being inflated at historic highs. And yet compared to every other currency in the world, it is gaining power fiat is dying we've said that before we're going to continue to say that guess what's not dying guess what's an unstoppable train getting stronger and stronger and stronger and it doesn't just mean price i'm talking fundamentals of what it is doing and that is crypto specifically bitcoin watch this year even as the dollar gets stronger and as the fed is getting hawkish and they're continuing to try to fight that inflation watch people as we start to head into a recession realize oh my gosh Even if we're slowly fixing the dollar now, it is a broken system. There is nothing better in our current situation of fiat. I need to start looking for other situations to prepare for my future. And guess what that is? It's Bitcoin. People are actually going to start doing their research. Even the article today where we had uh, MasterCard's VP come out and talk about, I think crypto adoption is coming real soon. He talks about the only roadblock right now between crypto exploding and staying suppressed is that he believes a lot of these big institutional executives don't understand the technology. They don't understand the benefits yet, but they're starting to do their research. And as they begin to learn, and as they begin to educate themselves on what the future of currency and the future of technology is going to look like, and that is blockchain technology, watch it just go parabolic. And if you, the retail investor, are not studying right along with them, you will be left behind. Right. So you know, even though I think we are heading into a recession, and even though the Fed has a lot of pressure, do not count crypto out because crypto is the future. And even though the dollar is gaining value, the writing is on the wall. It is a broken system of currency. And the law of economics is that money will always flow from soft money to hard money. Fiat is soft, crypto is hard, specifically Bitcoin. Watch it flow. I'm hoping sooner rather than later, but that's what we're watching the rest of this year and the next couple of years.
0: It's almost like a law of nature. It's going to flow from soft money to hard money. It's always happened throughout history without fail. It takes time, but it will happen. Mark my words, you will see a million dollar Bitcoin. That is my stance on that. But here's some of the application of our discussion here, and then we're going to read some super chats. Number one, this could be a good chance because to go into a trade because optimism could spark a rally into june but come the 15th of june the fed is going to be very hawkish they're almost certainly going to raise interest rates by a half a basis but a half a percentage 50 basis points up to uh 1.23 percent which would 1.33 uh, percent which would more than likely result in a big drop on bitcoin and a slowing down of that economy few more applications here don't ape And be very careful about aping into a rally because if we do rally and we do break bullish out of the symmetrical triangle pattern that we found ourselves in and we are trading at $32,000, don't think that the bear market's over. To be honest with you, before I would say the bear market's over, I would need to see at least a $50,000 Bitcoin for at least a month. We're a long way away from a bear market being over. Now is an excellent time to trade on markets. With short memory, by the way, if you are working in the cryptocurrency space as a trader, there are some phenomenal trading opportunities right now. The technical indicators are working very well right now, especially Lux Algo. That indicator will give you a great idea of when the market does actually start to go to the upside. So if you're looking for a trade and you don't have Lux Algo, if you are a trader, Lux Algo is a paid indicator that will pay itself back in one trade if you're a trader, because it will help you to make good trades. What did I tell you on the weekly chart? Over the last... 12 years has made 13 buy signals. 12 of them have been powerful and accurate. Make sure you check out Luxalgo. Use coupon code JEB with the link in the description box down below. And one final takeaway, one final application here. Don't fight the Fed. Don't fight the news. Don't fight the whales and don't fight the manipulators right alongside them. You are not big enough to change the tide of where Bitcoin is going. Mm -hmm. But what you can do is you can say, okay, man, looks like these manipulators, looks like this news, looks like the Fed is going to move the market in this direction. I have that information. Now I'm going to use it and I'm going to trade and I'm going to grow from it. Invest in your education because as Tim said, a lot of these executives aren't wanting to get into Bitcoin because they don't understand it. What we can do is we can educate ourselves so that we can go out and preach the good word of Bitcoin, if you will, and we can help to educate the masses. That is why we created Club DeFi. By the way, guys I do have an announcement. Anyone who applied to the last round of beta but was not granted access to Club DeFi can join. Our price is now $25 a month, though. We promised you guys that prices would be going up. It was $15. It's now $25. No one's current price is changing. You were grandfathered in. If you join now, then you're going to be locked into that price. Make sure to check your email. It could be in the spam folder to find the invitation if you were one of the several hundred people that signed up but didn't get a seat in the original Club DeFi beta. So make sure if you signed up and registered. If you're one of the about 500 people that signed up in 20 hours for Club DeFi registration about a month and a half ago, go check your email and if you can't find it or you do, or you can't figure out how to get in or you just need some help or you just want to talk to somebody, email us support, support at supportedcryptojeb.com. We'll make sure you get in there. There will be more seats opening but for right now, this is still just talking to the people that applied to be in Club DeFi's beta mm. a little over a month ago. So make sure you check your emails. Otherwise, open uh, registration for beta and some more seats should be opening up relatively soon. Let's go ahead and jump into some Super Chats, though, and then we're going to yeah. wrap
1: out this stream. We could, we'll keep the answers brief, but there's some good questions here. Eric Leon said, low 20s would be nice. Link is the future. Yeah, Chainlink is one of the ones, Eric, a good one that we like because of its use case and and the competition. I is agree with everything there. in that one. Uh, Elliot Locke said, crash is, su- uh, crash is such a harsh word. Buying yeah. opportunity sounds better. That, that's mm. true. That's Can true. you talk about DCAing while dropping and how that can possibly make you hashtag Finsog.
0: Absolutely. Dollar cost averaging is phenomenal. By the way, free shout out to one of our sponsors. Hey, just interviewed the founder yesterday. You can use that to get some of your paychecks put aside into Bitcoin. Great way to dollar cost average. Check them out. Links below. But also, dollar cost averaging is so important, and that's actually going to be one of our final takeaways. Because as the market is moving down, what is dollar cost averaging? You're averaging the cost of your dollar entry, and hopefully it's going down. So you want your average entry price going down, right? Well, if you bought a, a dollar... And then seventy-five cents, and then fifty cents, and then twenty-five cents. Your average entry price is at fifty, or it's actually at like sixty something. So you brought it down. And it's in the middle. Dollar cost averaging when the market is going down is the best way to do it.
1: Mm. Uh, Matt C said, "The world's greatest investors never think in terms of days or weeks. That's right. They think years and right. decades. Have a long-term view so that you can take advantage of opportunities like we have right now." And Matt C, that's that. You know, even answering that one because he didn't ask a question there, he made a statement. The question before at DCAing, we've said it before. Turning your brain from thinking U.S. dollars. It's so tempting right now to say, oh, okay, my Bitcoin holding used to give me $100,000, and now it's down to $50,000. No, no, no. At, it, when Bitcoin was sitting at $69,000, how many Bitcoin did you have? Did you have one? Did you have 0.5? Did you have 0.3? Guess what? Right now, unless you sold, you had the exact same amount. And it's a great opportunity to get more. So as far as DCAing, why should you continue to DCA? Because if your brain is w- the way it's really supposed to, and it is thinking supply of Bitcoin, it doesn't matter what the U.S. dollar price is. It's all about getting more supply. It just so happens that the lowest, the lower the U.S. dollar price is, the more supply you can get at a cheaper rate.
2: Absolutely. Get your brain
1: there, and you'll you'll be successful long term. Siobhan Goulet just wanted to say thank you. So, thank you so much, Siobhan Goulet. Uh, Matt C again said, I wanted to remind everyone to tune into Kelly Kellum's Twitter spaces tonight right. with the co host, Crypto Vet. Amazing guests lined up. Uh, yeah, that is definitely amazing. Kelly is, a, uh, you know, talk about Club DeFi and how much we're doing there. Kelly is freaking killing it. That's right. I think he's working about 170 hours a day uh, <laughs> getting stuff uh, put up there. So, Kelly is you know the, the man. Josh Make sure to go check out Kelly. his show. Yep. Also, Harry, watch for him. We're, we're, we 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 got some interesting things happening with Harry. Love us some CryptoVet. Love Harry, uh, and uh, cannot wait to as we improve our partnership and our relationship with him and his whole team. Uh, but I don't want to give too much away. We'll announce that here soon. But uh, look forward to good things from him. Carbon 12 token said, "Love the energy and perspective." Me too, Carbon. Well, thank uh, you overcome said what happened to people with careers uh, what happens to people with careers in banking
0: well just like a lot of them are leaving right now they get careers in crypto there are a lot of people that have left the banking sector we did a story a couple a couple months ago about a guy that left the bank of england to go work at a crypto mm-hmm. startup he'd been there for like 15 years and he left and he said I forget this you guys are dying I'm going to go and jump ship and go over to the ship that's actually still being built and is still yes. growing That's going to be what you see happen. I'm not saying the banks are going to disappear, by the way. There's some people in crypto that thinks the banks are going away. That's not going to happen. Banks are not going to go anywhere. Their role is going to change significantly. That's what's going to happen.
1: What's going to happen is the stubborn are going to be left behind. That's right. The people that refuse to bring on change are going to be left behind. But who better understands the ins and outs, the pros and cons of currency, specifically fiat currency, better than bankers so they're going to have a a leg up on the understanding as we start again i told you watch over this next couple of months slash years as people begin to educate themselves and shift over bankers have a leg up because they work with currency every single day they understand all the problems so as they begin to research bitcoin they're going to see all the up the all the the big up the upcoming things and make an easy transition over they will be okay they just won't work at a bank anymore
0: so here's your takeaway guys here's what i want you to walk away from this show Remembering and everything we said in this show built up to this takeaway. What is it? Number one, stay the course. I want you to be here. I don't want you to be up here super FOMOing. I don't want you to be down here super FUDding. I certainly don't want you being down here freaking out and trying to leave the space just because you're a little worried and because your portfolio is down a little bit. I want you to be here. I want you to be on the straight and narrow. I want you to be nice and level. I want you to maintain your peace, your calm, your self control, your joy. All those things I talked about on Sunday's video. If you didn't watch that video, you need to go back and watch it. It's a very important video. I want you to be able to maintain those principles, those disciplines, those roles, those, that that wisdom, that knowledge, that expertise that you have. But most importantly, I want you to keep a level head because markets are volatile. They are very volatile and it, they are tempting to get freaked out about. Don't let that temptation beat you. Be the same person, be the same amount discipline, be the same amount of self-control, have the same amount of level-headedness, have the same amount of patience when Bitcoin's at 69 or when it's at, you know, 69,000 or $69. If it went all the way down there, could you stay on the level? Because you show your true colors when you get hit. And we all have things that we need to improve upon. God knows that when that happens, that can be scary. Make sure you keep that on the straight and narrow. That's going to be very helpful for you. Number two, appreciate the Bitcoin infrastructure. There is massive amounts of growth going on in the infrastructural side of Bitcoin. Don't forget it. Those fundamentals are incredible. And three, make sure you're dollar cost averaging. There are some great deals down here. We think they're going to be even better deals, but that doesn't mean you can't buy in now because if Bitcoin's at $29,000 and you could again at 22, okay, sorry. You, I mean, you, you, sure, buy more at 22,000. That's not a bad thing that you bought at 29. It's going to be a million bucks in eight years. That's what I think. You're going to see a $30 Cardano. You're going to see a $50,000 Ethereum. No, I'm not exaggerating. I genuinely believe if Ethereum maintains its number two position, you will see a $50,000 Ethereum by the end of the decade. Number one, stay the course, stay level. Stay level, okay? Just hang in there. Keep your head on straight. Don't run around like a chicken who just got decapitated, okay? Number two, appreciate the Bitcoin infrastructure. Understand the fundamentals are just the same. Somebody was asking me to explain the Amazon, ADA, and Bitcoin comparison. Here's the comparison. The price dropped 95 or 99%, but the fundamentals continued to grow. So both of them rallied 16,000%. Why do they do that? Because the fundamentals are the same and getting better every day. That's what Bitcoin is doing. It's having a drop, but the fundamentals are stronger, so it will come back. That's what I want you to take away from it. And number three, because we have confidence that it will come back, why? Because of those fundamentals, then what we should do is we should continue to dollar cost average, make the most out of this dip and not miss out on it. Guys, if you enjoyed today's show, smash that like button. We're a little over time here. That's okay. I know I'm rambling. If you haven't already, subscribe to the channel. This is the number one cryptocurrency analysis show on YouTube. This is the number one channel and brand on YouTube to teach you technical on-chain and fundamental analysis. Make sure to follow us on all of our social media, at CryptoJeb over on Instagram and Twitter, at Official over on TikTok. And again, if you registered, pre-registered for the beta for Club DeFi about a month and a half ago, if you've done that, check your emails and check your spam folders because you can now get into Club DeFi and if you have any trouble whatsoever email supportercryptojeb.com there should be more seats opening up in the next couple of weeks that's all we got for you today though guys before i go i do just first want to thank each and every single last one of you for watching as always and i will see you guys in the next video peace oh i got a real good feeling